This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. And here we go with Off the Break Podcast. Here we go. Here we go, everyone. <laughs> here we go. Here we go, Kyle. Here we go, Eric. And I'm here we go, Cody. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> it is the end of a short, short week here at Off the Break Podcast. We had a Monday holiday and it just really condenses the rest of the week down. It, yeah, it, it's been it like did. a dead news week. Dead news for you guys. Busy, busy, well, busy yeah. booking for me. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> after that long weekend, the bookers definitely had to uh, work a work yeah. a bit harder to get stuff ready for the oh next weekend. I felt bad for Mon- you and the rest of the guys. Tuesdays after Monday holidays. Yeah, there's no time suck. off. You always make oh it up. Oh my gosh. It's like a double day. It's I <laughs> yeah. call them I call them monstrosities cuz they're just these monster days of like Monday horribleness mixed with like e- extra Ew. Tuesday duties. Mhm. I hate it. I hate it. But that's okay. I like having a day off, but I came in Monday anyways on my day off to work as much as I could. <laughs> and I was so glad I did because so it made that Tuesday, way, Tuesday easier. Hell. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. Oh, but uh it a nice three day weekend. Aladdin opened really strong, a little yeah, above expectations. Way, well, quite a bit stronger than I was expecting. Well, yeah. Over a hundred mil. Pretty after good. Pretty good number. <laughs> I saw the early show and we talked Friday on our Friday last Friday podcast. Mm-hmm um i was like it's there it's there and it's not going to be the bomb that people think it was going to be yeah i was right it was there i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) no and it's um with good reason too it was was a pretty good um adaptation it was i like that one i I was very surprised yeah i dare say might have enjoyed some aspect aspects of it more than beauty and the beast I liked how they kind of kept close to the original story and the additions made sense on the back end. Yeah, the additions were refreshing and yeah. it helped, um, I think, open up these characters a bit more instead of just making them um, a stale interpretation of what would, what was done already, which I really right. liked. I liked how they made, at the very end, Genie human. Yeah. It gave... It really grounded it and he turns made it. Human? He turns human. Like for good. For good. Oh yeah! yeah. Spoiler. Does Spoiler. He, like, not like. I don't. I forgot that. He, I forgot. Does that he, he not like it. being a genie? Was no. he a human before? Was he turned into a genie? You never got the full backstory, but he had been a genie for like ten thousand years. Ten thousand years. Prepare yourselves for a genie <laughs> spinoff movie. And he had been That's in the lamp for a thousand <laughs> years before Aladdin found him. Yeah. Like got to him. So yeah. Will Smith's genie was Jeez. good too. It was a good interpretation. I mean, it's classic will smith but it works to keep it all refreshed and yeah. make it a bit new but still keep the same energy going as like the first one or the original right. did so so when he and he looked fine in blue like, he still looked like will smith as blue so, so it's actually <laughs> way more moving at the end when aladdin frees him because he becomes human and then he yeah and then you see him in his human life and he has children and it's just it's very beautiful it's like it makes aladdin's third wish back sacrifice. in time yeah, well, you start out... Or is it like a flashback? It's a flashback. You start out on the ship, and he's telling his children the story. and the, But you don't so know if... The movie is told by the genie? By a genie. Or by a genie? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it's kind of like what Robin Williams did in the first one, where it's Robin Williams' voice as like the merchant guy, and he's like, wait, 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 oh, let me tell you the story right. of Aladdin. But yeah, like, this one right. kind of like has that's a more... Right heartwarming Man, family I haven't seen sense Aladdin to it more realistic ever it's it still holds up 
yeah. It still holds up. I it saw really it before does. this one, and it's still so it good. It wasn't even one of my favorite Disney movies, but I found myself loving all the songs and yeah. remembering the words. <laughs> I was like, That's how they get you. What yeah. am I, I like, played the Super brain. Nintendo version, the Super Nintendo Aladdin game more than I saw was the movie. Was it based off the TV show? No, it was it was the movie. Oh, it was based off the movie. I do okay. know the, the TV show, though. I did yeah. There was a, a lot of TV those, show? Like, <laughs> there was a, yeah, there was there a Latin was a, TV show, Hercules TV show. Did you ever see the episode where they crossed over? Oh, God, no. It's amazing. It's so <laughs> bad, but it's they amazing. They always get totally different voice actors, Weird. and the animation yeah. drops by like yeah. 300%. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. They did that with like, they still do that with Netflix shows on Trolls. It's the same way. Oh, I bet. Sure. Yeah, if you compare and it to the Boss movies. Baby. Mm-hmm. And it, Boss Baby was <laughs> tough because I was like, I liked the voices. <laughs> I didn't like this. Doesn't Alec Baldwin still come back for Boss Baby no, show? No, it's or definitely is it, somebody else. Is it somebody but else? But it's okay. not a hard voice to be like, I'm the Boss Baby. I'm Alec Baldwin. <laughs> yeah. That's not Alec Baldwin. Shine your shoes and here's hundred bucks. Go yeah. get me some sushi. <laughs> movie's still so weird. I've, it's weird that I still think about it, though. I love Boss Baby. Yeah. They're was, making a sequel. It was out. Are they of really? they are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it did make money. It did. It was good. I, I mean, if I saw it in a tiny little... 400 people town single screen theater you did yeah that's where i saw boss baby maybe not 400 people but very small very yeah (laughs) they didn't have much (laughs) only boss baby you guys saw two new movies this weekend or yesterday early shows talk about i was trying to see ma but i got i got upset tummy yeah that's always the worst Probably because you were anticipating seeing Ma. <laughs> it looks I can't so bring good. myself to do fine. that. I'm so excited for I. <laughs> the only thing I want to see is Octavia Spencer just have fun. I've heard she does. She kills it yeah. from the kills things I've heard about. <laughs> yeah, well, probably them too. <laughs> yeah, Cody, hope. you saw Rocketman and Kyle saw Godzilla. So I've been super anticipating Rocketman. Yeah, so <laughs> we're going to discuss early our early show reactions, and we'll go into trailers. Just FYI. Yeah. So Rocketman, I'm going to go first. I was really really anticipating seeing this movie i thought it was going to be one of the best movies in the summer i just had a lot of expectations for this film because it's elton john i love elton john you can't keep repeating that you can't have so many expectations i I had some you gotta calm it i should have calmed it but i got overly (laughs) enthusiastic about it yeah and um it was good but disappointing for me i felt it concentrated more on the tragedy of elton john's early life and not as much on the positive aspects of it because he did attain a lot of fame but the fame was marred by all this yeah oh, um, they're inseparable drugs and you know like and sex and all this other stuff that just was just so destructive this destructive streak and it the movie starts where he enters rehab and he is t- going through his life and telling a story like to a, an aa group mm-hmm. and then he and then it ends um, with him leaving rehab and and oh, so it's kind of like a frame narrative it is kind of thing. Okay. it's so it's very musical theater like mm-hmm. the it the songs interplay in it but they're not background to it the they are very much a part of the sequences and i felt that like this was very much elton john's movie not so much somebody else's vision mm-hmm and I felt, oh, he was pretty involved in it. I'm, I always felt because I've sure. seen Elton yeah. John in concert, and I don't mm-hmm. know if many people have, like listeners have, but I noticed that he didn't talk a lot between sets. He didn't give anything of him. It was just all about the music. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this movie was kind of an extension of that. He, whereas he's trying to be vulnerable and and discuss his darkness, he can't do it without masking it in this like musical theater. Yeah, and. Oh, yeah. It, 
not surprising. And it doesn't like ever really go positive until the end when you find out like 28 years later, he's married with a family that he's probably always wanted. But I kind of wanted to see that a little bit at the end of the movie, like have that little happy ending palate cleanser. So it's safe to say you're disappointed more, not because the movie itself was bad, but because you don't like sad, depressing things. Yeah. I thought that narrative was very dark (laughs) and it was probably just really honest. I don't think it was. I think it was like this masked honesty. I feel like you didn't leave learning anything more about Elton John's life that you couldn't have already guessed looking at him, knowing that he was a gay man. Like, yeah, throughout time when it wasn't accepted and he struggled with it and that probably led to a lot of his creativity. I just feel like I could have kind of known a little bit about that. I guessed those struggles. I wanted more. I wanted more to it. Like, how does he come up with more of the creativity of the music? I want. I wish it went into his relationship with his writing partner a little bit more. Just because that seems so good oh, yeah. and fair. so positive and so amazing. Like, that dynamic is so mm-hmm. amazing. So, I don't know. Those are just, and you know me, I like hated the mother character and I thought she was terrible. I hate the father character too, but (laughs) I hated those people in his life and I just broke my heart. It really hurt me as like a mother to see another mother treat somebody like that. Just on a, I know that it's like, don't boohoo for Ellen John because he's a multimillionaire at like 25. I get that, but just the idea of, of little boys needing love and and affection (laughs) and acceptance and not getting that that just no amount of millions and millions of dollars is going to replace and that's kind of a parental support that's a huge (laughs) theme of the movie that he attained all the success but he was still broken boy and on the inside oldest time do you think that i mean i know that you just said like you didn't really like seeing like all that sadness that went through him and and the, the people that were around him but did they at least like do a good job at addressing like the relationships and how um, oh, over phenomenal. time he might have been able to like fix them or mend well, them or they were still destructive still like were they, they were at least s- able to present that very well? They were well? pretty destructive for a long time in his sure. life but at the very end of the rehab sequence it's like he, there's a quick montage of him just being like I forgive you I'm moving on from this and I mm, forgive okay. you so it comes but it's very hastily done at the end of the yeah I mean, does that probably... at least like showcase it, um, like those battles between his inner demons as well as with other people really well throughout the movie though, yeah. do you think or uh, despite oh, yeah. being rushed at the end maybe but yeah okay i mean you really like feel for him yeah. and i don't feel like it's a huge stretch i feel like some of the cruelest things said to him were probably said to him in real life yeah like they absolutely. were you couldn't make that up like mm-hmm. i'm sure that those were things actually done to him and that makes it even more sad for me i went home and hugged my kids i was like no matter what happens to you i will mama will always love you how was uh taron edgerton as elton oh, john because elton handpicked him fabulous like he, met, he met taron and really i will say right him. now taron edgerton as elton john far surpasses rami malik as freddie mercury Ooh. hands down <laughs> there's the inevitable bohemian rhapsody comparison it, but <laughs> yeah, perform- yeah well but the yeah. performance is i mean you can't help it you know but. so stellar it's well here's here's a question i have about it because the biggest thing i'm wondering because again you can't help but compare it to bohemian rhapsody just because of how close together they were um but a lot of the main criticisms for bohemian rhapsody is that it's just kind of like a very blase almost like a wikipedia page kind of thing a very by the numbers account yeah but then this based on the trailers that i saw it seemed a lot more 
oh this like is whimsical or like they were like mi- more artistic yeah. indul you know you know kind of very like it, much more artistic indulgences very like things much that don't more make sense in reality yeah. but you know it's kind theatrical of theatrical music trying to ha- like showcase and hide emotion yeah in those so scenes. do you do you feel like the the extra liberties and experimentation they did with that allowed Taryn more opportunities to kind of express a wider um, range of things like it is that part of why you think he was better than well or just made the movie Rami I, more entertaining at least the movie was definitely different but i think what you see is taron edgerton actually sane in this yeah and that's, yeah, that's, that's, and that's a, a huge part but that's it's also him. um yeah he he had to go darker than rami malik got mm-hmm. to go with freddie mercury yeah. so that does give him an edge but i think all things aside you still have to have like a certain quality about your acting like oh, i yeah. really saw him melt away and i saw a lot of pain and stuff coming through and there were a few scenes that were just so moving that you teared up and it was definitely based on the performance there wasn't mm-hmm. singing and music and all this stuff around it was purely just yeah that performance so just raw acting yeah yeah i would almost like in the one scene where I'm not giving anything away. He goes and sees his father after he's attained all of his success. And his father was just this cold, horrible, basically didn't really want to be his father at all. Didn't want nothing to do with him. And he goes and he sees him and his father has this whole new family and it's completely different. He is the father that, you know, Elton John always wanted to have. And he has seen it happen right in front of him. And the dad still does, isn't changed. He still wants like really no, no connection with him there. He has his own family and hmm. he's moved on. So hard. And he goes back into the car and it just tears coming down his eyes because <laughs> he just is well, yeah. rejected again. Like how much success hey, dad, do you have to have? Look what I did. He look bring, what I was able to do. He brings him like this watch. It looks like it's probably worth more than the whole house that they're in. And the dad is like nothing to him. Like I wonder why. Was he... I don't. Maybe I know almost <laughs> nothing about right. Elton John. Actually, so like, was he? Did he grow up full time with his parents, or was he like his dad left when he was really young? Was he like with he, grandparents? I think or? he grew up with his mother and his nana. Is what? Oh, okay. Because I remember in the trailer, there's like that part where he sits down at the at the piano. That's mom and nana. And yeah, and the people watching him seemed like they look like nice people. Mom was not nice. <laughs> mom is cruel. It's fake. Just That's how as they cruel get you. Heart, like hearted and very selfish person. Jeez. Well, the mother is very selfish so that i think that the, the it's different but the acting is still there and more dynamic and i just liked taryn edgerton's performance mm-hmm. way more mm-hmm. oh, i'm super excited for it but um how r-rated is r-rated it is a lot of drug use but mm-hmm. it's like sm- snorting powder it's not I, intravenous or I anything when i was a little gotcha my dad was telling me about Alan john and there was like i don't know if this is probably paraphrasing but he said he like at one point, he like put a whole island up his nose. You know, like the price equivalent <laughs> yeah. of an island in cocaine. Oh, and it's all throughout the movie. Yeah. He was super huge coke addict. Yeah. Um, and then he was also bulimic and like a shopping yeah. addict, wasn't he? And they, they have a scene where he, he's just so upset that he just keeps trying to fill himself with things like drugs mm-hmm. and sex and then food, and none of that fulfills him because it's not getting to the core of what's wrong. Like it's he not is his broken. Love. And he needs to be loved and he needs to heal that broken heart. And mm-hmm. th- those things don't do that. So there is kind of like, I'm not going to say graphic because you don't see any genitalia, but there's pretty a pretty implied. heavy sex scene in it between heavy him and petting. his heavy lead up. No, like it's, you see him like that, legs weird? wrapped around each other on the bed. Like, like Brokeback yeah. Mountain style. 
I didn't see Brohack Bound, so I couldn't oh. tell you. Mm. But it's like everything but the. Yep. Yeah. It is like that. <laughs> um, so there's that scene, and then there's um, you know, the drug use, and then there's like this kind of suicidal scene. But that's very fan wrapped in fantasy like. Oh, it's yeah. not you know, so you just don't really kinda of see what you don't feel the impact of that as mm-hmm. much. I think sometimes oh. the fantasy veil because he is being vulnerable in this with this mm-hmm. movie, he but he masks that in this over the top theatrical musical fantasy. I think it, it takes away a little bit of the impact of some of the moments. All right. When they break out into song mm-hmm. right afterwards. Um so, but the art, but where were we going with the R rating? I wish I had known a little bit more ahead of time about the sex in it because I think that that will turn off audiences. Whereas the critics um, criticize Bohemian Rhapsody for being vanilla and glossing mm-hmm. over stuff, it enabled a lot more audiences to enjoy the music and to connect. Whereas this one is very dark. It doesn't gloss over that stuff. So, but I think it more just more on the man, less on the music. Kind yeah, of, and, on, and or on these Elton's music. More on the darkness of the man than the than where the lightness of the music came from, where the genius of the music came from. Mm. And I, I think that's gonna really hurt it. Like this, it it took it too far with the sex scenes that I I don't know if general audiences are going to. Yeah, appreciate that. Like in conservative areas, I should say. Yeah, there no, are audiences yeah, yeah. that are fine with it. It's just Naturally. you got to always be mindful. Where oh, it's just a huge, a huge part of your clients or yeah, you know, in that, conservative areas. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like so bummed because it is such a good movie. It's so well done. The music is phenomenal. The performances are great. But it just, I can tell that that one scene took it too far, and I can see some. It just not working in some places because of that and that's mm-hmm. sad because i think he yeah. is universal like he was universally beloved mm-hmm. probably bigger than even queen was yeah. and that's a that's a hard debate right there i would just, say so <laughs> he, I, I in the movie I, they make the point yeah. that at one point in his career he was responsible for five percent of all record sales in the world <laughs> well, that, yeah <laughs> that is a pretty big deal that's he for was, sure i think he was bigger than queen yeah and well and he's just one guy you yeah. know like well, I mean, obviously, nobody wants to put... What's his partner's name? Not his like, romantic... Bernie? Yeah. Yeah, he, he's like his main lyricist, so I don't want to discredit him at right. all. Um, but Queen, you know, is a band. The name Queen is sort of more intangible than just one person. Yep. And so when people think of one person's, like, just phenomenal accomplishments... I don't know, it has a little bit more prestige to it maybe. right like what freddie mercury freddie just being yeah. him attain the same success by himself if he didn't have his bandmates because mm-hmm. i think his bandmates were so incredibly talented and equally as good yeah songwriters and mm-hmm. stuff and they the group of them together created these things yeah like i'm not trying to i don't want to make it sound like i'm pitting yeah. saying Elton john was more talented than queen they're completely no. different but it's just when people think of one person versus a band yeah it's a little easier to connect to or yeah i don't know no so it it's good it'll be you i can't wait for you guys to see it so we can debate it more yeah no mm. i'm seeing it tonight yeah i'm hoping excited. i'm hoping for this weekend uh if you get I the same things out, out of it you probably won't be as hurt by the mom character as i am but <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what you think about the how i think that um he uses the music to mask being truly vulnerable and if you that's my at, biggest question yeah and at the end that's i don't pretty powerful to me i so don't I'm excited feel to see like i really 
got more insight into what what kind of insight him do you think you would i was would, looking like, for want yeah um maybe just like more insight into like the his genius about because he is very musically gifted yeah <laughs> and i i guess maybe i just was hoping that the music helped him more because i don't know if it did like i don't know you know how some artists say the music saved them mm-hmm. it was their outlet i'm not sure that i don't know if that was that was true just for a him. tragic guy who happened to be really good yeah <laughs> um i wish that i would have seen more with his writing partner bernie because they had it's more of like he wrote songs and passed it the music to him, but you didn't really understand which songs or what lyrics or, mm-hmm. or any of that. So I wish I would have had more insight into what made those lyrics important. They tried to weave it in the story, but I'm not sure if it was a direct correlation or not. That's fair. So I just, I guess more into that. I, I find that stuff way more interesting and I would have really have liked to seen how he met his husband and um, how they struggled with moving on a relationship past and overcoming all those past demons and hurt to try to say, no, we're clean. This is our clean break. And we're, we're not going to let that influence us. Yeah. That would have been interesting to me, but that probably wasn't interesting in the overall story. But I like relationship things like that. So I'm like, <laughs> that's where my happy ending was going to come from. I didn't get, although I do know he has, he has um, a family now and he still has this shopping issue. <laughs> <laughs> he has, I was just reading up on him. He has something called uh, Elton's Closet, where he sells like his old secondhand clothes. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I wish they would have also talked more about his AIDS foundation. They mentioned that he has this foundation. He mentions it as at his concerts, but like, well, when did he s- establish that? Because when does the movie yeah. end? It ends when he's in a rehab. So like you what don't. Year? I don't know the exact year. It doesn't give like an exact year. Just after he comes out of rehab, so whatever that was. So yeah, I wish I would have had like what made him start that foundation what makes him continue to support that foundation is it just like a cold like oh i need a tax write-off or is there something super passionate there i don't i don't know (laughs) just imagine in the movie why are you starting this foundation i need a tax write-off right (laughs) that's probably why it wasn't in the movie (laughs) and then there's a musical number (laughs) and yeah so that was that that we i can't wait to discuss it more next week how was godzilla kyle monsters fight each other king what? of the monsters yeah he's super huge and scary yeah how long does it take to get to the monster action which one like the Just first any one? of them and uh first one probably took 20 minutes maybe there's 20 minutes of so movie it starts before with you see boring dumb human stuff i'll get to that <laughs> I, I i just want to start off with this it, it is a lot of fun to watch if you're wanting to watch the the titans the monsters whatever they calling each other uh if you want to watch them fight and fight a lot and have these amazing uh larger than life uh action sequences of these monsters you're definitely are going to get that like the movie does like really pay off with that as compared to uh 2014's godzilla which is a tie-in between the two um this one definitely like gives you that action that i think godzilla fans or fans of monster movies are really wanting and yeah, it doesn't take much yeah exactly just, just have lots of fights with them other. fighting each other um these large beautiful shot sequences some of them are not shot quite that well but there's just so much going on that it's kind of hard to do so but uh some of the shots of like the monsters as just larger than life makes you feel like you're just so small in the theater oh, yeah. and I, I thought want. that was very well done and just seeing them fight was also really well done but the pacing of the movie just bogs down and halts the pacing so much. Um, it's because of those pesky humans. Those pesky human characters. There's <laughs> way too many of them. They're saying way too many things that 
kind of overcomplicate the story at times, I feel like. Um, it, it's not that the characters were uninteresting. I mean, they were uninteresting, but I didn't mind that they were uninteresting because that's not what I'm in the movie for. Yeah. But just the actions and the decisions that they're going through to keep the story moving along doesn't really make the story move faster. It actually feels like it slows it down a lot. So when you're having these awesome action fights between these monsters that are just in your face and it's fast and it's going at uh-huh. you, but then all of a sudden it just halts completely so that way the humans are like, well, we got to figure out what the military should do next. I know, let's go <laughs> here and do the thing. All right, then we'll go do the thing. But they never – it's like, all right, now let's 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 get going. Let's So I know that a lot of people are like – their biggest criticism is that the human characters are uninteresting. That's not the big problem. Yeah, the big given. problem – Watch exactly, any Godzilla movie ever. Yeah, it's a given. The problem is that the human characters are taking forever to do something to keep the story moving so we can see more of these fights. That's where – the big issue lies so if you're just not going to care about these characters at all that's perfect um because they're really going to deliver on big budget kaijus fighting one another yay and that's and that's really what matters most i feel like can't wait we can talk next week to find out who wins at the end (laughs) probably (laughs) probably godzilla probably godzilla since Uh, godzilla versus kong i don't know they they try to trick you they try to trick you a number of times but i never fell for it I never fell for it in this movie. You, you don't just call the movie Godzilla and King expect of me monsters. to say he falls. Yeah, he's literally Come called on. King of the Monsters. Yeah. <laughs> nothing brings nothing can bring down that absolute unit. Yeah, I mean those moments were funny too. Um, yeah, and th- and then in these movies they always try to make it you feel like Godzilla is the good guy. He's really a, one of us. He's our pal. But and then you just see him destroy like eight cities in one <laughs> go. And you're like 40,000 people dead no. in a single swipe. Yeah. Like you follow this. The, the humans are all pay. part of this group that like supposed to preserve these Titans and keep them in check or whatever. But, and they're like, no military, we can't have you kill them. And I'm like, <laughs> why not? <laughs> like they're, these They're things, destroying the planet. They, Get they, rid of them. Like half the planet is just getting demolished because of these things, which is amazing to watch. That's what we're in here for. But it's just like, all right, I guess you can't make any other kind of plot to this. So we might as well do it this way. But yeah, just those character moments uh, just take too long just so that way we can get to another action sequence. And I would have mind of it having it slowed down, but I was in it for the monsters and they were awesome to watch. Our most uh, the visuals the... looked amazing on them too, to a point where I almost felt like I could reach out and touch them at one point. Are there monster fight scenes that are not in the dark? No. Why do they do that? I don't know. I did Some wonder... of them look cool, it... kind of, you know, because rain cause... always looks cool. Yeah. But is like, it because of shading? Like, is it easier to make special effects? Probably, at night? or at it least you can be. pass them off I easier. But I don't know. Yeah. That, that just bothers I was me. I was wondering that too, because like there, there are plenty of the fights where it does look awesome to watch, just to see them like hitting each other, or just flying around, or whatever. But then there's a lot of them where it's either like the camera movement makes it hard to tell what's going on, or it's just um, well, there's a cool the, it, balance. The lighting of like, it is so dark, and then mixed in with like weather that was happening um or cgi weather that was happening to where it was also making it hard to make out some things and yeah i don't know why they chose always choose the dark lighting can be cool if you're like trying to like mask the true scale of it because sometimes you know less is more if you can only see like but that's not what they're that's definitely not what they're going like oh my god that thing is huge what what does the full thing look like but that's something i noticed like I never saw the second Pacific Rim, but even the first Pacific Rim, like, 
everything has to be so dark and the second that, Pacific Rim was there's just much brighter so than the much first more one. potential. I feel like to have the dark, but also light because you can just have so many more colors. Well, how many battles do you know that took place at night? Like historically, do people really just? <laughs> I mean, maybe humans just like to fight during the day, and monsters well, only so like to fight see. at night. You have to go to bed at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, gotta sleep. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of got. I was starting to get that feeling because the trailers were all great. Oh, the trailers. When I was thinking about it, movie. I was like. It's like, I hope not every battle is, like, in the dark. I want to see a big, colorful, like, oil painting. No, it's... I mean, it's an oil painting, but, you, yeah, it'll be dark. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say the trailers are better than the movie? Yeah. <laughs> Rocket Man's were. I feel bad. I feel I feel kind of bad for saying that because it is... Uh, the action fights are good, but I think the marketing here really did a good job at making those be like, oh, my gosh, I have to go see this. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's the point, of course, but... Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, nice. so if you want kaijus fighting one another, or titans, I don't know what they're called, um, but if you want to see these things fight one another, you're going to get it. Yay! And that's all that's going to matter for the majority of Was his of cool, viewers. like, fire breath, like, that comes the up atomic, his spine? Yeah, the atomic blast. Oh, it's blast. still cool. Is it's it? still cool to watch. Nice. Okay. Yeah, awesome. and, and the new ones that come along are... They look awesome, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean... The visuals and the action sequences are what you're in for. Yeah. That's really what get you're... Get through the humans. Mm-hmm. Get through the humans. If you can. <laughs> well, we won't take up a lot more time, but there were a few trailers that dropped this week that we just wanted yeah. to mention. Probably the most notable one is the new Pixar movie trailer. Yeah. Onward. Yeah. It dropped was during very the finals much a teaser. And Onward looks like it's a brother adventure movie that takes place in this kind of alternate magical reality where it's like if you take a fantasy world you know your traditional and yeah, ogres, and trolls, everything medieval dragons, fantasy and then it just kind of turns suburban right so they, everyone has their house their paper route and their the car their unicorns court. become pa- uh raccoons, raccoons yeah. trash pandas <laughs> it's kind of like what netflix is Bride was trying to be if it was also aiming yeah. to be a children's it's movie. Actually, yeah. kind of a good comparison. Like that, <laughs> now that I think about it, yeah. that's really Jeez. is. I mean, there's no humans like. in this one. Get rid of the humans and make yeah. Bright animated, and that's that's kind of and, and not with and cops. Probably way better. It, it, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> the older brother drives like a van with like a unicorn on the side, Voiced like by a Chris well, Pratt. It looks this like is, a like a rocker's van. Yeah, so this is a oh, teaser to- trailer. Yeah. So totally, it's very much establishing the world of this movie. Uh-huh. So, the the bulk of the trailer, it's kind of everything we've been describing. It's showing right. the joke is like, oh, it's a it's a ghoul mowing his lawn. It's a it's a lawn troll paying a, a toll <laughs> on a bridge. Yeah, and, you know, it's funny, it's cool. But then at the end, Tom Holland and Chris Pratt are two brothers. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, are they supposed to be? I think they're elves. Elves, dark magic, elves, magic elves, kind of like if. Uh, the alien or not aliens but if the creatures in avatar were in a pixar movie they would be those yeah. guys yeah. <laughs> kind of i just like the making Navi. these re- i just like making these references <laughs> yeah at the end it shows his chris pratt's obviously the older brother he probably doesn't live at I home i love chris pratt's voice yeah, in this he trailer, pulls up by the way. And, yeah, he pulls up in his van he looks like a classic like heavy metal dude yeah and apparently they have an errand to go on, but yeah. Chris Pratt is way excited, and he says it's going to be a quest. He's like, Jinx are going to be ensued. <laughs> he goes, come, brother, we must go on a quest. <laughs> like, it's a very, like, medieval speak. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like him oh, when Chris Pratt that. was he's... mimicking Thor in Infinity yeah. War. He's building narrative around their impending journey. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. It was a very simple teaser. Um, the interesting thing is that this is the first of 
apparently are many original stories. Pixar is kind of going back to that. Oh, good. Yeah. Toy Story That'll 4. Awesome. I mean, who knows? Because Bob Iger also said they were taking a big hiatus from Star Wars. But yeah. he said that... You're uh, never <laughs> trusting Bob Iger again. <laughs> he said that after Toy Story 4, they don't have any sequels or prequels or spinoffs planned for a while. So yeah. I like that. I love original Pixar stories. Yeah, this was, it looked good. It was a nice tease for something new and different from them. Mm-hmm. I mean, we still we have other Disney animated films coming up this yeah. year. We've got Frozen 2, which will be huge at the end of the year. So it's just kind of a nice thing to look forward to that's something not a sequel, like you said. Yeah. Something it's also original. coming out in March. Like, for yeah. 2020 slate, that's pretty that's soon. It's going to be awesome to have a, yeah. a early um, spring mm-hmm. kids movie. Yeah. Um, and then we watched the Rambo trailer. <laughs> Rambo Last Blood. Is it Last? It's <laughs> Rambo Last Blood. Kay. Rambo colon Last Blood. I, I think it's Wambo for some Wambo. reason. I Wambo. totally got, <laughs> got like this desperado, um, like Western feel. Like if Rambo yeah. goes Western, because he's like shooting a bow and he's got his well, knife. I've and never seen any he's Rambo riding a horse. But what I gathered is he's like semi-retired or he told himself he was retiring right. but you or know just, how that goes they aging back. action stars Someone he always, always get comes back according to the trailer right back in they pulled first blood he'll pull the last blood <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and sums up the movie they attacked him he's gonna retaliate it might be the fight to end all fights Stallone just is so greasy and oily and veiny and scary and your, and your point <laughs> yeah i feel like that That's makes rambo movie. even better yeah, no but now he's like pretty old and so it just it doesn't look that natural like there's that shot where he's holding the knife and he's just like he's been he shot in like, the back he and looks it's like he's bleeding. like he literally just he snapped and now he's just yeah. a pure primal the guy underneath him oh god that is rambo he yeah, just snapped that's wambo pure primal bloodlust i may you know i don't know john rambo apparently well yeah. i i has that like, trapped inside of him i like the tagline after he drew after four decades, he drew first blood, and now he's drawing last blood or yeah. whatever it is. But I like the parallels between that and the first one, which I believe is the most critically acclaimed one. Yeah. I think I we can all agree. I don't know if it was acclaimed, but I know it's like well, a cult it's classic. Actually, at least it's, yeah, it's like an action classic. Like it actually tells like a really uh, human story about a, a veteran and um, – yeah, and I and I, I kind of like that aspect of it. So I'm hoping like kind of goes back to that realm, so that way it kind of I don't know maybe ties it up all together in a nice bow somehow. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's, there's a very specific yeah. group of people who this movie is aimed at. I haven't seen any of them, but I hope they like it. Mm-hmm. That's my husband, I think. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that, this my would be his in cup that of tea. Group. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm gonna send him to watch it. <laughs> Report back. Yeah, report back, Ken. Tell me what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and then we thought the Old Town Road was Is a, that a thing? I yeah, don't the think song. it was. Is that, a, is that a thing? It, but is yeah. that like a big song right now? Yeah, it is. It's it I mean it's it, a meme song, but it is like it airing totally on worked, radios and it totally worked for that Spotify trailer though. I liked it. I've seen it did it. weirdly work. Like I thought it was funny just because I'm like, really this song? Okay. But then yeah, it's see, like, like, oh my fam- god, this everybody works. was like familiar with it before the trailer came out and they're like, Oh my god, Old Town Road in this trailer now and I'm sitting there like where would I have heard this before? Radio is dead. Online. I don't know. Well, yeah, I, I, know, guess, I don't understand. I don't know why I said radio, but you, it's it's all over the place. <laughs> yeah, that's what I it's keep all hearing, over the but I have not come across it this. I thought it worked. So it it does work. It's funny, but it does Western work really well. Blood movie. Yeah, bloodlust movie. He is an old Last man, blood. and he does have bloodlust. Yep. 
Then the last one we want to talk about is the kitchen trailer. Yeah, the kitchen I've known <laughs> has mark? been on. Yeah. This has been on that was Warner Bros.'s release schedule for a long time now. moving it around. Finally, we're seeing what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And it was not what I was expecting. It's three ladies whose husbands were in the mob and they go away and the ladies are to like... prison. To prison. The ladies are <laughs> like, what are we going to do? We have like no money and so they try to take over their husband's positions in the mob and... Um, and obviously the other mob guys don't like that. So well, I mean, I'm sure they start that, their own. With a cast as Melissa McCarthy, Tiffany Haddish, yeah. and Elizabeth Moss, I kind of was expecting it to be a little bit more funny than the trailer yeah. was. Yeah, two out of three of them are comedic um, actresses. Yeah, But uh, yeah, the trailer was actually pretty pretty serious. I thought it was yes. a great trailer, actually. Very dramatic, yeah. and it, I, it was I liked, good. I liked Gritty. most of what I saw. It still looked like there's probably going to be a little humor in there. Like, oh, the I'm sure there's going to be dry one-liners. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, it gave end, me very it, strong widows vibes. Mm-hmm. Like it reminded like a more me a lot focused of that. widows. Yeah, you don't think widows is focused? I loved widows. I mean, I, I, I'm saying focused loosely, but yeah, I, that, there's at least like a smaller cast of people. That's yeah, for that's sure. fair. I thought that these three ladies seem more accessible, though. It, like more, I don't know, relatable in this one than I got with Widows. Well, with McCarthy's and Haddish's success in movies yeah. and Moss like, doing like a great job more. in Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, it's it's has definitely has those appeals to it. No, the the trailer looked pretty solid. I'm really looking yeah. forward to this one now. Yeah, when does it come out? August, I yeah, believe. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Good August, August movie. September. Yeah, I mean, not a whole yeah, lot August to say 9th. about that one, but uh, yeah. other than Melissa McCarthy's seems to be enjoying the not being typecast oh, to her kind of I actually yeah. enjoy watching her more in a dramatic role. Yeah, I still haven't mm-hmm. seen Can You Ever Forgive Me but I want to but I like I like where I, I'm, it's I'm buying it. Yeah. She can go there. She's a f- phenomenal Well actor. I feel yeah. like she's like a lot of other comedians like um, Jim Carrey who had a really mm-hmm. successful dramatic career. Even Robin Williams did. Yeah. Steve and Carell. Steve Carell. Yeah. Well because comedy is him next. Yeah. I feel like it's not that unpopular to say comedy is probably one of if not the hardest things to mm-hmm. do right. Yeah. So if you're yeah. good at comedy, you kind of understand the mechanisms behind. Or it's Plus, like, it's oh, just the idea that they, if you commit, understand laughter and light, you're going to understand the darkness that associates with that. It's just two sides of mm-hmm. one coin. Yeah. So I thought I'm excited for it. Yeah. This one looks, this one's going to be a good August release, I think. Yeah. So guys, this weekend, what do you think um, we'll do better? Godzilla, Ma. <laughs> Or Rocket Man. <laughs> I mean, I'm still gonna. See Why are Ma. you chuckling like that? What I'm, are you trying to say? I'm yeah. seeing Ma. I'm so excited. Do you think it's gonna? I think Godzilla is going to beat Rocket Man this weekend. Yeah, I think so. I sure. think Godzilla is gonna the rating. take it. Yeah, rating. Rating. Its trailers were very successful. Yep. You know, people like big monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think they're. I think they'll all do fine. Right. They'll do like, the ballpark of what is being projected. Yeah, yes. Ma is you know your classic Bloomhouse micro budget movie. Right, it can't really fail. Exactly. So yeah, they do it. They they make that with a smart budget, so mm-hmm. that it, if it finds success, finds lots of success, and if it doesn't, it's okay. Yeah, and I think Rocket Man will be. I think it can find success too. Mm. I think the studio will be able to make its money back. I just don't think it's gonna be the yeah. widest uh, impact as it Bohemian it Rhapsody. Yeah, did. It w- it's not gonna get anywhere near Bohemian, but yeah. I think that has a lot to do with the choice to make it R. Not so much the choice to make it more of a musical fantasy, just R and putting those hardcore things in there that. Um, well, and it's already yeah. been done. Drug use. You know, yeah. Bohemian I think- Rhapsody came out, and this, in 
kind of genre speaking. This is kind of like a follow up, another right. studio's answer to it, and you just can't. Which is unfortunate because yeah, you can't you can't repeat that massive success mm-hmm. only a handful of months after it happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you know it's not that simple. Yeah, but so, I'm super. I'm still super excited to see it. Yeah, yeah. Rocket and Man it, and Ma. I it's think it's gonna God, be a double feature. Godzilla will for sure be at number one. Right. I think it'll be able to bump off Aladdin. Well, we had some more trailers, but we don't have enough time to discuss them, so we'll leave them for next week. But there are some new trailers on the site. Mm-hmm. Um, the Terminator trailer. The Terminator Dark Fate. Yeah. Um, well, there's a second <laughs> Annabelle Comes Home trailer. The second Annabelle. 47 meters down uncaged. The Apparently that first, the first one was kind one. of like a pretty low-key popular kind of almost cult movie. It, yeah. I guess. I, I don't remember and that then, I mean, happening. But Ken liked it. There's, there's a film for my husband again. <laughs> then, I love uh, this tagline. Uh, Goldfinch. Go on. Oh, you should yeah, go. Everybody Goldfinch sh- is a great trailer. We'll talk about this next week, but everybody should go to SSI and go on the homepage and watch the Goldfinch trailer because I saw it at CinemaCon. It made me cry. Like, yeah, it's a powerful trailer. It is I, very powerful. I almost shed a single manly tear. Talk about for you, man. losing mamas and broken-hearted <laughs> boys. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you can't oh escape gosh. bad mommies. I can't. Well, not that she was a bad mom. You can't no. escape sad mother-son relationships. Yeah. <laughs> it's like everywhere for me. It's tough. <laughs> it's, it's telling. I'm going to go home and hug my babies again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All well, right. Well, have a good weekend, guys. Yeah, good we'll weekend. be back next week. Go, you, go what are we movies. seeing this weekend? I already saw Rocket Man. Rocket Man and Ma. I'll Ma. be seeing Rocket Man. And you'll see. Okay. Ma good. all day. I'm going to maybe, if I have time, I'm going to try to hit up Booksmart. I want to see that it's so great. bad. It's great. Yeah, yeah. And everyone, if you get the chance, go see Booksmart too. It needs yeah. your help. It does. It needs your help. It's a really fantastic film that the studio just screwed up by putting in summer. Ooh. Screwed <laughs> up. We all knew that was a bad decision from the beginning. Yeah. I call that immediately should have been a september film or october september platform limited release oh, build right up that critical buzz to the academy awards i think that's what happened with eighth grade yeah, yeah. that is what happened exactly what happened with eighth grade. yeah yeah and they're superior films okay learn, okay. learn for the next time we'll be back next week <laughs> take right. care bye